And then there's other people that like, you know, they just don't know what's wrong. They just feel sad or they just feel anxious and they don't know why and they don't understand and they just feel lost and hopeless. Hello and welcome to Holistic Mama Speaks. I'm your host, Carrie Marie, and I am so very grateful for you, my listener, and excited to have you here. As a note, by listening to this podcast, you agree to not use this as medical advice or to treat a medical condition. Please visit my website at holisticmamaspeaks.com for the full disclaimer. I am a wife, a mom, a daughter, a sister, and a friend, and my passion is helping other people feel fabulous. So several years ago now, I found myself overweight and unhealthy and so busy and really just going through the motions of life that I didn't know where the years had even gone. I tell this to my husband all the time. I had kept myself so busy with work, volunteering at all kinds of things, running the kids around to sports practices and games, gymnastics, dance, and other activities that I never took time to actually take care of myself and slow down and really truly enjoy the time I was spending with my husband and kids and hardly ever saw my friends unless our kids were in the same things together. I lost touch with who I was. It took a medical scare to finally wake me up and realize that I needed to start taking care of myself so that I could better care for others. That is when holistic wellness and personal development entered my life. I am now happier and healthier than I have been in years. And I'm excited to share with you not only what I've learned and experienced through the years that I've been on this holistic health, wealth, and happiness journey, but also to share with you others' stories and techniques to help you transform yourself into the healthiest and happiest version that you can be. I can't wait to be on this holistic health, abundance, and happiness journey with you. Oh, also, if you find this episode helpful in any way, please subscribe, rate, review, and share so that we can continue to provide you with valuable content. As a thank you, each month we will be selecting someone to receive a one-on-one coaching session and be featured on the show. On with the episode. Welcome back to Holistic Mama Speaks. Uh, This is Carrie Marie, and today I am joined by Angela Ernst, who is a hypnotherapist and therapeutic practitioner. Uh, Her business name is Resource Therapy LLC. And I have always, always been extremely interested in learning more about hypnotherapy. So I was very excited to have recently connected with Angela so that uh, she can not only share with me, but also all of you who are listening um, what it is that hypnotherapy is how it works and and how she's able to uh, use it for her clients. And so Angela, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and talk a little bit more about hypnotherapy and what it is. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for inviting me, Carrie. Um, So hypnosis is an incredible tool that I feel like so many people misunderstand. And what I mean by this is that you maybe had a hypnotherapist or not a hypnotherapist, maybe a hypnotist come to your high school, or maybe you saw it on TV and you think somebody snaps their fingers and then instantly you're asleep and then you do silly, silly things. Well, this is definitely (laughs) seen a demonstration like that before at my local county fair. (laughs) Of course. And you know what? That is fun. And that is wonderful. But there's a big difference between hypnosis and clinical hypnotherapy, which is what I do. Uh, I have many colleagues who do both 
who actually do amazing, fantastic shows, and then also do sessions to help people transform and change your life. And, you know, here in the U.S., we're a little bit behind when it comes to the holistic way of being. Um, we're in other countries, you know, I have many friends that um, hypnotherapy is the same as going to your regular doctor or going to a chiropractor. It is common. People know and it's been around for centuries and it's so incredibly powerful because hypnosis um, bypasses that critical mind that you have and gets right to the subconscious mind and your subconscious mind. It what's, it's what drives all your decisions, all the things that you do. And have you ever thought to yourself, I don't know why I did that. You know, you did something you're like, God, I said that, or gosh, I did that. Why did I do that? Well, people come to me all the time because I can access that part of your brain and we can figure out why you did it, or we can just change that pattern. And we do that through hypnosis. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. There's so many times where it's really kind of scary, but I'll be driving somewhere and I'll, I'll arrive at my destination and completely forget that I had just drove there. You know, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm here, but how did I get here? <laughs> and that is a perfect example. It's one of the first things I tell my, a lot of my clients, you know, sometimes people think like one of the common myths is that people like, well, I'm too smart to be hypnotized. Well, actually the smarter and more creative you are, the easier it is for you to go down to that perfect space of relaxation. And that's all hypnosis really is. It's a focused state of relaxation to help you soothe your brain and kind of like, it's kind of like, I like to say like a shower for the mind, right? You get to get to that perfect state of relaxation and you can just have new suggestions brought in. And that's together. You and I decide what those suggestions are. Like one of my first sessions I do with clients before I do any hypnosis is about an hour long of questions. I ask them so many different questions to help understand the way they think, why they think, what happened in their past life to maybe make them think or believe that. And then together, you and I, we work together to find out what would you rather be like? What kind of person do you really want to be like? What kind of behaviors and patterns do you want to have? And then we make those changes within hypnosis. And sometimes we do it cognitively as well in our sessions together, but mainly hypnosis. And um, that's the thing is like, you know, people think, oh, I can't be hypnotized or that won't work on me. But everybody experiences hypnosis at least twice a day, at least twice a day. What you just explained is one of them where you're driving and you like, you have no idea. How did you get there? <laughs> or you missed your turn because you're like, you know, you're just singing your song and you're so into your song. You're dancing around with your family and you're having a good time. And then you're like, my exit, because you were so hypnotized by that song mm -hmm. that you missed your exit. So another way is daydreaming. Have you ever been so lost in a daydream? And then somebody's like calling your name. They're like, Carrie, Carrie, did you hear me? And you're like, what? Huh? But you were so lost. If it was me, it would be, I'd be on a beach somewhere, but <laughs> that's where my daydream goes. I'm on a beach somewhere in the warm, warm sun. Um, but that's another state of hypnosis where you're so lost in a daydream that you're so focused on that beautiful image you're holding in your head. Yeah. I definitely have found myself sitting there in a daydream many times before. Yes. <laughs> Probably happens to me more than twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So that is, that's pretty neat. So what are the types of things then do people generally come to you because they just want to just be a, a different type of person? They don't really um, like the, you know, where they are in their life and they, they, they want to be somewhere different, or is it that they're experiencing different issues or kind of a, a combination of both? Um, so I think that uh, a lot of people that come to me actually have tried traditional therapy um, they've, didn't, they've been in it for years or they're heavily medicated and they feel like nothing has changed on medication or they feel like, you know, therapy was great for a little while, but it's no longer working for them. 
a lot of people come to me then. And I will say that, you know, for me, my personal experiences, you know, of, of that is that 98% of the people have either gotten off medication. Now I'm not licensed to say you can get off medication. It's something you do between your doctor. However, you know, with our sessions and working together and retraining the brain and, and doing things through hypnosis, they've gone back to their doctor and weaned themselves off of medication and fallen, fallen um, more into the holistic approach of things, uh, changing their diet and things like that. And I have different people that I work with that I can refer them to, to help them with that avenue as well. So they're doing both the mind and the body. Wow. Um, and then there's other people that like, you know, they just don't know what's wrong. They just feel sad or they just feel anxious and they don't know why and they don't understand and they just feel lost and hopeless. And um, so usually the call will be like, you know, they'll call me like, um, I don't know why I'm calling you, but something's wrong and I don't know what's wrong and I don't know if you can help me. And I'll be like, well, let's let's talk for a moment. You know, usually I like them to schedule a free consultation, but if they call like that, then I just talk to them for a moment. And generally they set up that first session. And it's so funny because our first session, so many clients walk away with like, I, I never thought that, or I never, I knew I thought that way. Or I can't believe you asked me that question. That's really made me think it's opened my eyes. I can't believe I've been perceiving myself this way. And they have an epiphany just right there in that one session where we ask specific questions to help them think differently and to think I don't want to say that cliche way of outside the box, but mm -hmm. almost outside of themselves of what they generally way they would think. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then we move to hypnosis, but that's probably the biggest thing is that together, you know, we figure out what's going on because where I'm different than traditional therapy is two huge major ways is one. I never, I'm not licensed to diagnose. So, and I don't believe that wholeheartedly that we can diagnose people. I feel like it's, we're kind of like a little machine now where we're like, oh, you have this symptom, this symptom. Now this is what you are. You're depressed. Mm -hmm. And we so easily tell people you're depressed, you're anxious, you're this, you're that. And, you know, does it, is it, are some people that way? Yes, of course. Your diagnosis is probably right for you, but not everybody's that way. And we're, we're too general with it mm -hmm. where you and I together, we discuss the patterns and the behaviors of your life. And we figure out what was the root cause of those kind of things. Was it something that happened to you or said to you? Is it something that you need to heal? And then we work on those things together. And there's no judgment here because like, you know, I always tell people like either I already did it or I've already heard it. So you cannot shock me. This is a safe space for you to discuss who you truly are and who you truly want to be with no judgment. If there, you need to yell, you yell. If you need to swear, you swear. You be who you are. And together you and I find and define who you're going to be. And you walk out here a completely different person. I, that's probably the biggest thing I hear is, you know, when people are leaving, they're like, I feel completely different. And, and a lot of times their lives change. And the only thing caveat is I tell them is when they come to see me is that as you change, people might not like that change. And you must be prepared for that. Mm -hmm. You must be prepared for the people that have broken your boundaries over and over again and push themselves onto you, that they will start to call you names. They will start to be upset with you and say, you're changing, you're mean, you're rude or whatever. But really what it is, is that you're starting to love yourself. You're starting to change yourself. And when you do that, it's like this, it's so funny. People never tell you that when you start to love yourself, you start to weed out the weak. You start to weed out the people that were not meant for you. Mm -hmm. And, and you feel, you feel so different. Mm -hmm. You feel so much lighter in life.
it must be just so freeing though, to get rid of that, that negativity and that, that old person who used to be, you know, when you were stuck. And I know that, um, when you and I were chatting earlier, we were talking about how, what it's like being a mom is like a lot of the times that, you know, society almost is like, all right, this is who you are as a mom. You take care of your family and that's, that's your role. And you forget about yourself. Like self-care is not ever taught. It's not ever something that is encouraged in finding out who you are and being who you truly are meant to be. And so I, I just absolutely love that all of these things that you're doing are, you know, whether you're a mom or not, but it's, it's helping people kind of just break out of that thing, that little box that, that, you know, kind of everyone put you in and that person who everybody else wanted you to be and be who you really are meant to be. And so to be able to free yourself from that, the negative people, and you know, then you're more open to connecting with other people who are, who are more meant to be in your life. Yeah. I remember when my daughter was born, my daughter was, uh, first of all, I had a horrible time getting pregnant. I have a genetic disorder where I had multiple miscarriages for my daughter. And I was actually told I would never have children. That I would never be able to carry them to term. And it broke my heart because every time I got pregnant and then lost that child, I just, I felt like a piece of my soul died. Right. And then I got pregnant with my daughter and I, she just felt different. She just felt like I'm staying mom. And that was the most powerful thing for me because I knew in my heart, I, I believed that I was going to have a baby. I didn't care how I was going to have a baby. It could be adoption, could be in vitro. It could be anything. I just welcomed the idea of being a mother because that's something I've always wanted. And interesting thing is that, you know, because I want to be a mom and I wanted this so badly, you know, I did not go on a date night or did not do anything for the first year of my daughter's life. Oh. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything fun for myself for one whole year. And it wasn't until one of my mom. <laughs> yeah, because I felt like because I wanted this, now I had to serve. And I can't, I don't deserve anything. My job now is solely a mother and nothing else. You know what I mean? Like, did I have dinners at home with my husband? Of course. Yes. We had dinners at home, but my daughter was on my lap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was just ingrained in me. And so when I speak about this, like becoming this different person, I myself, like when I went to school, they were so wonderful because they taught us. I was a different person while when I started school and when I finished school, I became a a completely different person because they, one, they made you go in the hot seat to share and explore your own feelings. So you know what it feels like to come to a complete stranger and talk about your life. They wanted you to know how vulnerable you had to be. And two, the other thing was, is that for me, it was like, it was like opening my eyes the first time that it's okay to be a mom, to be a wife, to be a brother, to be a sister, to be, you know, a business owner. It's okay to be all these things. And that you have to learn how to balance them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that as moms, especially, it's almost like we're indoctrinated from the very beginning, right? We get that cute little pink uh, kitchenette set and little broom and the little vacuum. And this is what we're supposed to do. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And take it. We even, we play it as little girls, right? We serve everybody. Yeah. How, what can I get you? A little restaurant. What can I get you like that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I find that, that that's interesting in like, even my own daughter, when, you know, she had a little set as well. And I used to tell her, are you the manager? And she'd go, yes, I'm the manager. And I'd be like, wonderful. (laughs) You're the manager. You know what I mean? And sometimes she'd make my husband be the server, (laughs) you know, because I wanted to teach her that yes, you can serve, but also you can manage and you can do other things as well. Yeah. You know? And I'd say like, do you need a break? And she'd be like, yes, I need a break. I'm like, okay, go take a break. You know what I mean? We wanted her to learn that that was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of like this little caveat is that we do that something like that with our daughter now. 
we tell her her job is to get good grades and to be a kind person. That is your job in life right now, to be a good person and to get good grades. Now, if you don't get good grades, as long as you tried, that's what's important, right? Mm -hmm. But there's something, I don't know when the rest of people here grew up, but I grew up in the eighties and it was like, as soon as you got home, you had to do your homework. You had to clean your house. You had to, you couldn't sit down, right? Until all your things were done. And then you could sit down. So we tell our daughter, when you get home from work, which is your school, you can go in your room and chill. You got about an hour, do whatever it is you want. Then we want you to come in and check in with us, check in with us. Tell us, about, tell us about your day, what's going on in life. We come together as a family, but we want you to be able to go. You worked hard. Now rest. Now relax. Mm -hmm. reflect on the, what happened during the day. Yeah. And the school day is long and can be very stressful. I oh my goodness. My yeah. Chill out after school as well. <laughs> yeah. And you need that, right? We all need that, but sometimes we forget us that kids need that too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. So, uh, <laughs> I I'm just picturing all of these, all of these moms now being transformed. <laughs> 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 That's absolutely amazing. Now, do you have any specific examples as far as, you know, some people who have come to you for different, for different things and, and how you're able to help them and, you know, kind of, and also an idea of about how many sessions it usually is, or if this is kind of like a lifetime thing that, you know, every once in a while you check in, you know, how, how does that usually work? What is, um, you know, what do people, um, you know, how, how is it that people would um, anticipate this working if they started working with you? And also, I believe that you mentioned that you can do this uh, remotely as well, correct? Yes. Yeah. So right now, currently, my sessions are all online. Um, I hope to back in September to get back to opening up. Um, COVID changed some things of how when you have, I have a small business and it's in my home. I I moved it for overhead so I can be there before and after school for my daughter. It was really important to me to make sure that I don't, when I started my own business, that my role as a mom being there for her, it did not change. And so I decided to do it in my office at home. Um, so the thing is, is that it's different for everybody. You know, I have some clients that love to check in yearly. They just want a session. They want to come in. They want to talk about what's happening in their life. And this is a safe space for them to just be themselves and really reflect on what's going on in their life. Now I have other clients that, you know, maybe two or three sessions, and then I never hear from them again. Um, it, it's up to them. Now, let me give you examples of clients that I've had. So I had a young, a young woman, she was in her twenties. She was a college student and she called me crying. Her first session was like, she wasn't even, it wasn't even her session. She just called crying. She was at that point of like loss. And she was saying how anxious she was and she couldn't go to go do things anymore. She couldn't go hang out with friends. She couldn't go to college course, her classes. She was the, the amount of weight she felt on herself was so heavy and she didn't know what to do. And she was starting to have panic attacks while driving and things like that. So we set up her appointment and took her that first day. She said, I don't know how long it'll take me to get there because I'm having such bad panic attacks. I have to pull over all the time. That day I just cleared my schedule. It took her six hours to get to me. She called me multiple times as she was driving to come to get to me because she was panicking so much. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's, that's to the level of how she was. Now she's actually one of my reviews you'll see on Google where she says, I used to think I am anxiety. Now I know I'm a person who experiences it sometimes and I know how to change it and utilize that anxious energy. 
Wow. She, she, <laughs> I love it. Cause when she was all done, she sent me her grades and it was like, you know, all A's and she's so proud of herself. And, you know, that was, that was someone who was a little bit longer, you know, we had to pace her and work, help her break through these different little things or there were multiple things that were happening within her life. Um, and that happens for a lot of college students, you know, you're, especially if you go away from family and support, right. Your mm -hmm. whole world is turned upside down and nobody prepares you for the loneliness and the change within yourself and within your surroundings and so we had to deal with some of those things for her as well but you know now she's like you know she i think she's what now she's graduated i think from college and you know every now and then she'll send me a little message and it's like she was on anxiety medication she was diagnosed with severe um anxiety and depression and now she doesn't take anxiety meds you know what i mean Wow. she she's completely different and she uses you know holistic things as well as hypnosis sessions and she's of course she's got recordings from me that she's taken with her and then she checks in with me if anything comes up so that's that's one example you know i've you know of course a lot of people think with hypnosis oh quit smoking can i help you do that of course i can help you do that um i've had a client come in with one session he started smoking at 12 and he came to me when he was 85 and he had his first grandbaby he wanted to see his grandbaby but unfortunately, his daughter was like, no smoking around the baby. I don't even want you to smell like smoking. So he's like, he had this great want to stop smoking, right? We did one session, technically two, because we did the talking first so I could find out his triggers. And then hypnosis session. He called me. He's like, I haven't smoked in a week. And I said, okay, great. Let's put it out for three weeks and then we'll follow up. He called me on three weeks, still haven't smoked. I'll say, okay, we'll, we'll put it out a little bit further. You know, and of course he had his recording at home to listen to to help with this. Mm -hmm. Called out month, still not smoking. Great. <laughs> kept on going he's like still not smoking i said okay i think you're good <laughs> we're not gonna have to worry about this anymore you know so that's another example of a, a small thing but then i want to talk about the people that and this is my probably my niche it's specifically women who are moms that just do everything for everybody else and don't know how to set up those boundaries don't know how to care for themselves don't know how don't know they don't even know where to start right um, and, and the sad thing is, is that, and I was one of these moms, they believe somewhere deep down inside them that they don't deserve that, mm -hmm. that they don't deserve to take a break. They don't deserve to sit down. They don't deserve to be loved. They, they aren't worthy of love unless they do X, Y, Z. Right. And so those people, um, those are the ones that I actually love the most <laughs> because wow, so powerful. Cause I, yeah, I, <laughs> I, cause I, I was her, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I know what it's like to do everything for everybody else and ask for nothing in return. And even like, even if you start to think about it, like, okay, I should ask somebody for help. And then you're like, no, 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 I don't want to bother anybody. Mm -hmm. I don't want to bother anybody. Bother somebody. <laughs> <laughs> bother somebody. Cause if they truly love you, they want to help you. And, and that's the thing is like, when you're vulnerable with somebody else, you open yourself up, you open them up as well to be vulnerable with you and the relationship builds and grows stronger. Wow. Wow. That's so powerful because I can so relate. Yep. Yeah. I, I was there as well. And I think that that's how we can better help and serve others is, you know, who we used to be, you know, we've grown. Yeah. And, yeah. And we're able to help those people. Yeah. I mean, and I help a lot of people who really, you know, a lot of my clients, you know, they've gone through sexual abuse, physical abuse, and they've been harmed. And, you know, the hardest part of my job is hearing stories of how others have harmed others. And that breaks my heart. And I, I know what some of that abuse feels like myself. Um, it's kind of the reason why I switched from actually I was studying therapy and decided I 
was like, oh, hypnosis seems really interesting. And I went and I went to a seminar and I was like, this is phenomenal. I actually volunteered and I was like, I don't believe that this is true. And then they put me under hypnosis and I was like, I came out the other side. I was like, oh my gosh, if you can do this in a little session right here, right now, and bring me back to a memory where I was the happiest, which is my honeymoon, you know, and holding my husband's hand, laying on the beach, <laughs> loving him. And I felt like the sun on my face and I felt the warmth and I felt the happiness in my heart. And it was felt so real within this hypnosis. That's what turned me. I was like, okay, I have to now do hypnosis. This, if you can do this within a few sessions with me, what can I do with other people? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how can I help them? Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, I will say this with my sessions. Um, I, so you go to traditional therapy and they go, you know, you have an hour and they tell you, you know, put a pin in it. Let's talk about it next time. I don't do that. So I tell people I do charge by the hour. However, if you're on a budget or you have somewhere to go, I ask you to set your own alarm and we stick with it that if it's, and I will help you the best I can, but I will never stop you. If you're on a journey of transformation, we go until you have said your piece and you feel heard and you feel like you're ready for the transformation. And then we, we do that. I will never stop you from explaining and being witness to your pain or to your process. You know what I mean? I, I only see two to three clients a day and that's why my schedule is almost always full. Well, not, not just because they run so long, but also just because I, I want you to know that when you're with me, I am with you. I am here. I am ready. Nobody else, the, the thing that is outside of this room or in the session is not important to me. You are important to me. I am here for you right now. And I am here for you even after we're done with our sessions. There's not a client that I haven't had that has never, ever, ever texted me ever again or something, or I've checked in with every now and then be like, Hey, or they follow me on Facebook or they're in my Facebook group because I, just because you were my, you were my client for one time doesn't mean I don't care about you when you're done. I care about you forever. Now you are part of me and I am part of you and I will always be there for you. And I have clients all the time. Like, Hey, this came up. What do you think I should do? And I'll be like, and I'll text them back, you know, <laughs> and be like, this is what I think. But if you need more than that, give me a call. We'll chat. And you know what I mean? I, I just, I really want to help people as much as I can. That's amazing. Now, um, you know, kind of before we wrap things up, I would love for you to share something. I know that we had talked earlier about something that, that you always suggest for people to be able to, to do at home uh, yes. a technique. Yeah. So I call this the bracelet technique. It's very simple and everybody can do and so I'll just, I know you can't see me, <laughs> but uh, right now on my right hand, you'll, if you were to see me, you would see a bracelet on my right hand. Um, this is always there. I use it as a rubber band for my hair. And I also um, have a more permanent one. And that was like my reward to myself for me retraining my brain from, I used to be a really negative person and just like, you know, if something bad, something good was happening. I was like, well, something bad is going to happen because something good just happened to me. That was my mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had to retrain my brain. I came up with this, um, while working with some clients that were even more negative than I am, (laughs) say politely, like just everything was bad. It didn't matter if you could literally have won the lottery and this person would say, well, now I have to pay taxes on it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I developed this way of kind of to train him when they're not in session with me. So what you do is you have this bracelet on your hand and let's say you think you look in the mirror and you're like, Oh, I look fat in this outfit. You take the bracelet off and it's a circle. So it looks like a stop sign. And you literally look throughout through the um, circle of it and you say, stop. And mom's out there, you know, that stop you say to your kids when you mean stop, (laughs) this is the stop you use. And now if you can't say it out loud, that's fine. You say it within your head. It works the same. You say, stop. 
And then you're going to switch it to the left hand wrist. And af as you do switch it to the left hand wrist, you're going to say the positive affirmation that you have already created. Now, usually in sessions with me, we've already created 10 to 15 ones. So you have them ready to go and they're created correctly. So there's no negative statement in it. So it would be something like, I am loving my body as I am now. Okay. So your goal is, is try to keep that bracelet on the same wrist all day long. Majority of people, when they first start off, cannot do this. They can't do it because they, they, I have clients come back to me and they go, I didn't realize how negative I am. I, I'm constantly saying bad things to myself all the time, or I'm saying bad things about other people or while I'm driving or whatever. The point is, this one is to get your to become self-aware. The other point is to, we're literally, when we're doing this, when we're switching it and saying, stop, we're stopping that path, that negative path right then and there. And then we're switching your neural pathways to thinking something different. So you're stopping that brain from doing that old pattern, something you say to yourself over and over again, that's negative. Like, um, you know, I'm not smart enough or I'll never get that job. You're stopping yourself immediately going, no, we're not, we're not, we don't talk to ourselves that way. The same way you would to a child who says something mean to their brother and sister, like, no, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. What we do say is we love each other. I love myself exactly as I am. I am beautiful. I am powerful. I am confident. And you say it with that vigor. Like I am amazing. Like you should know me. I am so amazing. Like I love myself and it's so okay. And if you're listening to this and you felt some pricklies on your arm, it's because I believe that about myself. And I believe that about you, that you are that you are amazing. You are powerful and you can do absolutely anything. You just have to believe. And that's what we're doing with this technique. And you just keep on switching it until you get it to be a week. And like I said, I have a leather one on my arm and that one was my reward when I started to just automatically think more positively. I bought it and I was like, this shows my strength. This is who I am now. I'm a person who sees the good and even the worst times I will find the silver lining. I might have to look hard, but I'll find it. Wow. Yeah. That's so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that technique. And I do think that we'll all be pretty surprised as to how many times at first we need to switch that bracelet from one hand to another, because you know, I know yeah, I always try to be so positive and everybody always knows of me as the positive person and everything. And, but I know for sure that like, I've caught myself, you know, bad talking myself or saying something, <laughs> saying something not very nice. And so I, I am going to start using this technique. I really like this. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that's something that will definitely be very helpful for a lot of people and just to bring awareness to that. And, and that's really the first huge step. I feel like is just being aware of our own thoughts and yes. saying and what we're thinking, you know, um, because most of the time we're just going through life and we don't think about it. You know, we don't stop to be aware of what we're doing and what we're saying, what we're thinking. Yeah. And that, that is the, I always tell my clients, the first thing is, is that if you want to change anything, you must become aware of it first. Mm -hmm. Awareness is the first step. And then you're going to still do it sometimes you're but you're aware of doing it. And you're going to be aware of that feeling that you don't like it. And mm -hmm. soon as you start to get really being comfortable with the feeling that you're still doing it and not wanting it, that's when you start to change. Wow. Wow. That's so awesome. Now, can you share with everybody your, your web address so that people can, uh, can find you, they can reach out to you about the sessions and about everything else that you have to offer? Yes, of course. So I offer a free consultation for anybody and everyone who just wants to know about more about hypnosis or about sessions. And it's at resourcetherapy.org, not.com.org. Um, you can also find me on Facebook on uh, resource therapy, 
or you can just follow me on Facebook as well under Angela Ernst. Um, I have a lot of people on there that will just message me personally. Whether you message me personally or email me, I will I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. And I'll make sure to link those up on my website as well on the show notes so that everybody has, um, you know, has easy access to reach out to you. And thank you so much for offering the free consultation. I think that will be super helpful for people to find if this is right for them and, and solving whatever problems they may be having. Or like you're saying, maybe they don't know what the problem is, but they just know they're in that place where they just feel like they could be yeah. different. And yeah. And even if they're not ready to open up, um, I have a book on Amazon. It's called the journey of self-discovery today. I promise. And I put this together during COVID for people who can't have access to therapy or hypnosis. And it's a way to like get to know your thoughts and your feelings. And there's some techniques in there to help you change the way you think and feel about yourself. Um, yeah, so that could help them as well. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you so much for all of this. This was super eye-opening. I, I am so excited to, um, to dive more into this myself because I was not aware of how hypnotherapy worked or how it helped people. So thank you very much for sharing this and for sharing the techniques and in your book. Uh, I hope that everybody can, can get that book. <laughs> it will be super helpful. So thank you again for being a guest on the show. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode or any other episode valuable, please consider taking a few minutes to rate, review, and share this podcast to help the show grow so that we can impact more people and so that we can continue to provide valuable content. Also, please visit holisticmamaspeaks.com for show notes, resources, and so much more. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Holistic Mama Speaks. Thanks again for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.